all sentient beings and welcome to the Transmissions Podcast where we talk all news, toys, and comic books related to the Transformers. On this special interview episode of Transmissions, we sit down with mega collector Jay Bartlett, star of the upcoming documentary Action Figures, the most powerful toy in the universe. So sit back and listen as we talk about his passion for video game and toy collecting and get a taste of what is in store from his upcoming project. Welcome to a special interview episode of Transmissions. As always, I'm your host Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Yusuf, better known as Yoshi. Yo! Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how you doing? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hey, let's talk Transformers. All right, Daryl, uh, you've brought with you a guest to uh, talk some toys tonight, so uh, why don't you introduce this special guest? Mm-hmm. Our guest tonight is part of a team that's been going around to stores and all kinds of events looking at all the awesome collectibles. Why? Well, because he's working on an action figure documentary. And since they're from London, Ontario, I felt it was my responsibility to have him on the show to talk about his awesome project. Please welcome Jay Bartlett. Guys, how are you? Thanks so much for having me. I've uh, been looking forward to this ever since Dale and I talked, so I'm psyched. Yes, welcome. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So... Jay, this is a really cool project that you're working on. You're doing an entire documentary on action figures? That is correct, yeah. Um, about five years ago, my filmmaker friend and I, Rob McCallum, uh, we uh, we made a movie called Nintendo Quest, which was uh, another very similar road trip movie where I had to collect all the uh, entire NES library in 30 days. He challenged me to do that, so we went across North America, and I did that. took a couple years, and we toured the movie around North America again, and we were kind of trying to find out what to do next. Naturally, um, all of our wonderful fans wanted Super Nintendo, but for whatever reason, it just didn't really sit right with us. You know you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about, right? Like sequelitis, right? So Sure, yeah. We have, we have many passions. One of them is this toys and music, comic books, all the stuff that we all love. So we decided um, action figures would be the next logical step. Right on. So so you actually did complete the, the Nintendo Quest. I, I haven't actually seen that movie, but well done, sir. That's That's really awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, I usually don't give things away in interviews, but um, the spoiler alert, I think it's passed. It's been about five years now. So, <laughs> yeah, if you guys if you guys love video games and you love road trip movies, check it out. You can check it out on Amazon Prime, iTunes, anywhere you can see movies, really. Awesome. I think I think we will. I think we have a, f- uh, 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 a few likely viewers right here in this uh, this very podcast. Yoshi, you're a big Nintendo fan, right? Sure am. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh, we're okay. We're all going to watch it. We'll have a, we'll have <laughs> we, a watch watch party then. We've done our own uh trips uh kind of Charles where we listen to uh oh, shoot, what was that book? Console Wars on the way to DFCon. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right Although on. that that was that was from the Sega point of view, I guess. <laughs> I was just going to say basically um you guys know too that 
going to the toy stores, that is almost more than half the fun, right? I mean, co- collecting the items that you want to get and the, the treasures you're searching for is really cool, obviously. Um, but going there with your buddies, now that's the human element that uh, Rob and myself find is missing nowadays. Um, I, I'm talking more on the video game side, right? With everyone having headsets and Xbox Live and not being on the couch together. Mm-hmm. But the same thing with this action figure uh, documentary. It's, it's going out there and not knowing what you're going to find and, and talking about, you know, who would win Primer Megatron, you know? There's, there's stuff like that along the way. That's the fun stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, bring up your your partner uh, Rob's other uh, documentary that he did, uh, about uh, power of gray skull right he's uh he he's got that up on and that's on netflix right now right yeah the power of gray skull um is a he-man documentary currently on netflix uh it's wonderful masters of the universe is his first love um where mine is star wars his is he-man and you guys should check it out it's free to check out on netflix it's just a yeah. great talk yeah, yeah. it was fantastic mm-hmm. yes we've all watched it as uh yeah, it's it's very it's very good. Yeah, and what I love about um, Rob's vision about everything is that he takes the good and the bad. So I hope one day we get to do a Star Wars one. Do you know what I mean? But the Masters universe, obviously, there's the Golden Age, and then there's you know what some people don't like too much the live action film with Dolph Lundgren. Not a lot of people like that. And then there's the New Adventures of He Man, getting into the 2002 stuff. He covers it all, and I really like that because he's truly passionate about the entire series much like i'm sure you guys are with transformers right Mm -hmm. yeah yep absolutely okay so action figure documentary is is this the final name of this thing i gotta ask right off the top no okay uh, when we created the page on facebook it wouldn't let us put in all the characters the official title is action figures the most powerful toy in the universe that's the actual title Um, nice but on Facebook, we do action figure documentaries is the link to get to the page. Just because it was too big, they wouldn't let us do that. Right. Okay, so you guys have been traveling around, going from, from place to place across North America here, trying to find all sorts of crazy crap. Have you found any kind of, like, gems that, that maybe the store had, doesn't know what they have or something in a collection that you're like, wow, I've never seen anything like this before? Many. Um, and I'm on a, a strict no speak about most things kind of policy, but I can talk about a few things. I'm actually surprised, uh, Daryl, a lot of the stores around here, uh, around our area, around London, are really, really, really good. Um, I wasn't expecting the kind of quality that Heroes has, but but we have found it outside of London, so we're pleased. Um, I'll give you a little tidbit. We actually spent last weekend in North Carolina um, at Carson Metaxas' house, he runs 3djoes.com, which is a G.I. Joe website, and mind blown away. Like, I got to hold original Hector Garrido, like, uh, G.I. Joe paintings that were done for the package art and stuff like that. So that's just a little little taste of some surprises that we never thought we'd come across. So stuff like that's very cool. Wow. That's amazing. Some of that art that you you honestly you'd never ever think to see you you know it's it's amazing to to actually see it in person with your own eyes because there's so much more detail in it that it that comes forth when you're actually looking at the original art. Uh, there is too, and if you guys, I'm sure you're familiar with Joe's um, the 82 to 94 stuff. 
um, all the paintings were done by Hector and the vehicle art and they just have that amazing burst explosion and the, the artwork is so good it stands out much like the Transformers with the grid it just sticks right out it calls your name across the toy store right yeah and to actually hold uh, do you guys know what the G.I. Joe Vamp is it's the first green jeep that was ever released in the 82 line and um, to hold that and um, that jeep came with a driver named Clutch and uh, Carson had this painting I got to hold it and I was just like trying to be a cool guy right but I was I was literally shaking holding this thing man because you know I'm I'm 43 now and I think all the way back to when I was a kid to the first time I got the G.I. Joe vamp and now I'm holding the one-of-a-kind original art like it's it's really surreal mm-hmm. no that's fantastic your first love is Star Wars and Rob's first love is He-Man what kind of discussions do you guys get into on the road here? Like, you know, if, you know, Vader and Skeletor meet up kind of thing is, you know, who takes the lead on that, you know, kind of uh, discussions or is it just kind of like the campiness of the show in, in as a for as a, you know, as it relates to the eighties show or, you know, what, what kind of crazy discussions get to uh, you guys get up to on, on, on these road trips? Um, it isn't so much the who would win in a fight kind of stuff. It's more like, what would you rather have? Okay. So, okay. so I'll throw it out to you guys here. It might be easy for you. It might be not. Here's a scenario. Would you rather have a mint in box G1 Megatron or a mint in box G1 Optimus Prime? Optimus Prime. Megatron. Megatron? Yeah. I, see, I, Megatron. I would lean towards Megatron because Frank Walker is just so damn cool. Yeah, I'm probably gonna lean into Megatron. Um, you fucks. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's based on the fact that I I have so many Optimus Primes already. <laughs> I've never had a G1 Megatron, so yeah. See, Megatron wins. Yeah, and and that's what I mean. Just like cool discussions like that, and it comes down to a lot of it with the box art, where the box art itself is in some cases almost better than the figure. Uh, yeah. I, would cer- I would certainly say that with a lot of the Transformers, not that I'm knocking them, but because they were Diaclones and they weren't all to scale and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff, right? So, sure. yeah, I would go with Megatron 100%. So that's the kind of things we talk about, just super nerd stuff like that. <laughs> okay. So where, uh, how far have you gone? I mean, this is not asking for a big, you know, reveal of stuff you've seen, but, you know, how far, how far is this, uh, this road trip taken you? Now, so far, the farthest we've gone is North Carolina, which was last weekend. Okay. Uh, but we have, like we talked about, Daryl, we're going to TFCon. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to E-Man Con in California. There's a Joe Con in June. Um, so we're, we're, we're basically trying to hit all the big, the big cons. Um, hopefully there's a Star Wars one that's not Celebration that we can attend to as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's all all over North America, wherever it takes us. Right now, we've mapped out a bunch of stores, and we're taking different legs of this tour and just kind of cruising down to them, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, myself and and likely Charles will see you in Toronto at TFCon. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, J- Jeremy was just at Celebration. Yeah, that so was he, amazing. He got to check that out. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, you know, 
we'll, we're looking forward to seeing you in, in Toronto. That's for sure. And, uh, and seeing what kind of stuff you guys can, can find there. Cause it's a, have you ever been to TFCon? I haven't. And I'm a huge, huge Transformers fan. Uh, and I've never, I've never been. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and I just want to, I kind of I want to drive home the message of the documentary. Um, we're believers in charity. Um, first and foremost, the Children's Health Foundation here in London, Ontario. So everything that, that I collect, we're getting 10 main items that we're going to auction off at the end. And all the proceeds are going to go to Children's Health Foundation. So it's not just myself collecting for me. Um, we get to experience the toys and we get to house them for a bit, but ultimately they're going to be auctioned off for, for a greater purpose. So we're taking our love for these action figures and kind of passing it on. That's fantastic. Something that uh, you may you may find, uh, well, you will find out about TFCon is that they do a charity auction at the start and it's for the children's, uh, the children's hospital, I think. Uh, it might be for the Children's Miracle Network. Make-A-Wish Canada. Oh, Make-A-Wish Canada. Okay. So, and it's been going, and it's only at the Canadian TFCon. They haven't done it at any of the U.S. ones, but it draws in a serious chunk of cash for the Children's, uh, or the Miracle Network. They, um, or maybe yeah, it said Make-A-Wish. It's Make-A-Wish. So, yeah. And they've been doing that for a long time, and they've, uh, and, and the stuff that they get donated to that, uh, that auction is unbelievable. So, uh, that is, if you can make it there, because it's on Friday night, I would highly recommend getting there for that uh, that event, because it's impressive. And they usually get one of the voice actors that they have as a guest to come down and, and MC it, which is always a fun time. Uh, that, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm not too sure. It all depends on when the crew can come down. Um, but I, I know we're going to be there on the Saturday. I'm just not sure if we're going to be there all three days. I don't think all three days. It's three days, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Friday's not officially a day, but it just it ends up being a day. So, so it, it actually opens on the Saturday and goes to the Sunday. But yeah, the uh, the the Friday isn't officially a day, but it's more of just a fun, you know, shoot the shit kind of day. Yeah, that's great, and um, I'm really looking forward to meeting a lot of the guys in the Transformers community. I must say, I don't know many. As I, I'm a little bit older, right? So the Transformers I talk about aren't. A lot of the Transformers that a lot of people talk about now, the Michael Bay stuff, I, I don't like. Yeah. I don't think You're it's... You're in good company. I don't yeah. think it's bad, but, I mean, when I look at the figures, when I pick up Megatron and he looks like an insect, and you can't even tell where his eyes are. Like, I don't like... I like the old G1 where they're blocky and they have expressions and, you know, Mirage is white and blue, and you can tell it's Mirage because that's the colors, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm an old old school guy. <laughs> no, you're in good company, and don't think you're too old. I mean, Charles is sixty, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> I was gonna say, get out of town. <laughs> but uh, no, no I, it's uh, go ahead. I think I'm actually a year younger than you, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, get the hell out of here! So I'm the oldest one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I am, I am the oldest one on the podcast. But if, if you're a year older than me, that because at least if you're if you're born in 1975, then you're a year older than me. I was born in 1975, my friend. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, um, but it's a good, it's a good uh, uh, place to be. The uh, the Toronto Con. We've been to, a, I've been to a few of the Chicago ones, 
and they're a really uh, a good a good show. But the Toronto one is just a it's so close and and such a tight knit community. So you can talk to anybody there. They're always willing to have a have a, a chat with you about stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good a really good show. So you know, I think you're gonna have a good time. What's the uh, so the action figure documentary you've got going on? You've got all this stuff planned out. You're still shooting right now, right? So what's uh you know what's the timeline here? We you know we're getting kind of pumped. I want to see this thing. What's uh, what's happening here, Jay? When when can I watch this thing? Well, we started shooting in January. Probably looking to shoot through Christmas. Looking at doing the toy auction. Actually, Brom Brom and I are looking at doing that probably in April with uh, Andrew from London Comic Con. Okay. Uh, hoping to turn that into an annual thing as well. So. Uh, originally, this is a documentary, but we're hoping to turn it into a series with different seasons. There's certainly enough content, and every single piece that I pick up has such a huge history. I mean, let's just yeah. even talk Transformers. Like, how many Bumblebees have there been? You know what I mean? Like, you could find any number of them, pick it up, and talk about it. So I'm really hoping to stretch this out to a series. I think it would be really cool, you know, like... There's a lot of these things like American Pickers sell, but um, I think our message is just to pass on the absolute love and passion you have for this hobby. And, you know, if you can help some kids in the process, then why not do that? No, oh, that's fantastic. And I want to clarify, Brom, Brom's the owner of the Heroes uh, Cards and Comics in, in London, for those of you who don't know. Great guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, He's just a swell, swell person. Um, so, so we're looking at uh, at at likely next year sometime. That's and that's okay. You got to edit. You want to make sure it's a good edit. The another question I want to ask you is with the success of Power of Grayskull on Netflix. What are what are some? Are you guys at least thinking that this could possibly end up on Netflix? Netflix is tricky because Netflix uh, doesn't pay a lot. We're certainly at this point not in it for the cash because it's it's very, very difficult to make money doing any of this stuff. Um, I think putting it on Netflix would be great because I think that's the easiest platform. It's the most, um, the most uh, viewed. That sure, exposure. And, yeah, you want exposure. exposure. Amazon Prime is great, absolutely. iTunes is great, but I find Netflix, everyone has Netflix, and you can just click on it, and there sure. it is. Sure. Um, ultimately, I would love to see it on Netflix. I think uh, the way we're writing it, I think it has a lot of legs. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna go far. And it's, I mean, who doesn't love action figures? Yeah, I, I think I've recently, Netflix being last, worldwide really. Yeah, would the, help the last cause... few years there's been this resurgence that I haven't seen since 2003, uh, when GI Joe and Transformers really started to to come to life again. Mm-hmm. Um, They've always been there, but you know what I mean? Where you start to go into stores in like 2002, 2003, and you saw like an Autobot symbol shirt. Like you would never see that mm-hmm. in the 90s, you know what I mean? And, and that kind of thing. So I'm starting to see that resurgence, and it's really exciting. And the action figure community is a lot different than the gaming community. Uh, um, I love both. I'm integrated in both of them, but I love the camaraderie of action figures. And we can be talking about Transformers and I can spread out some, you know, Cobra Commander, GI Joe stuff, and you guys understand that, and you, and you care about it too because I'm so passionate about it. So it's like everyone kind of looks out for each other. Do you know what I mean? Everyone has their own series that they love, but everyone kind of looks out for each other. It's just really great. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
No, you're right. Um, Yoshi, you had a question? Yeah, I was just curious. <clears throat> I, you know, I, I'm, I amateurly do a lot of the, the video editing here for the podcast. What, uh, what equipment do you guys use to film with and edit with, if I can ask? That's all Rob's end. Um, I am, I'm the guy, I'm the hunter. That's what I do. I don't gotcha. have anything to do with the production. Um, I can't even remember the, the cameras they were spouting off, but <laughs> he bought uh, brand new cameras for this project. So um, he also did, um, if you guys have ever heard of a band, a heavy metal band called Kitty, he did their documentary as well. He brought new cameras for that too. So it seems like every project he's upgrading his equipment. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's seeing myself in 4K, it's pretty crazy. It's like, wow, I really look that way. <laughs> <Start looking old. laughs> gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, but let, let me just say um, to, to, to further your point there, you can reach out to Rob McCallum on Facebook and ask him anything and he'll be happy to answer. He's just a real friendly guy. All right, cool. Good to know. Mm-hmm. And I'll put uh, I'll put links. Uh, we've got links for the uh, Facebook page, and we've got links to find Nintendo Quest on uh, on Amazon. Uh, every, everyone's going to be able to find your stuff with the uh, with the show here, um, which is great. That's great, guys. Yeah, just tag me, and you know I'm a social media fiend, so I'll I'll spread this. And this is a really you know before we go any further, I just want to say it's a really professional podcast you guys are all really really cool and no one's talking over each other and yeah it's it's really awesome cool that's all that's all jeremy's doing he uh he whipped us into shape at the start no uh, well i I, charles kind of took over that (laughs) (laughs) i like whipping people (laughs) oh boy (laughs) do you uh do jay do you have uh uh, is everything focused right now on the action figure documentary or are you guys spitballing ideas as to what you might do afterwards? That actually came up on the way to North Carolina and um, we couldn't come up, to be honest, we couldn't come up with a concrete answer. Um, I think this is different than video games. Again, the community is, is so different. I think video games, there's a lot of competition. That's the nature of video games. Um, so when we're doing Nintendo quest, excuse me, there's a lot of, we would go see collectors and, you know, Oh, my collection's bigger than this guy's collection. And there's a lot of that kind of thing in this, in the toy community, you see guys like Carson at 3djoes.com with the biggest Joe collection, probably in the world. And the first thing he says, is, you know, anyone can have a collection like this. It just starts with one figure and then you get another one. And then you get another one when you can, and by the time you know it. So there's a lot less competition, I find. Yeah. No, you're right. Do you have, like, what I've found is being a, uh, the majority toy collector out of the group here is that you also find a lot of guys that, you know, yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of figures, but you need to talk to this guy. This guy, his collection is is immaculate. He's got, you know, stuff that you should you should definitely see. Do you get a lot of that? Are you seeing a lot of that? Yeah, the same. The same with Nintendo Quest. Um, we, we see one collection, and then we walk out of the shoot, and we're talking. And we're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that that guy had this. It's absolutely incredible." And then you roll on to the next, the next shoot, and it, the collection is just insane. It's really cool to go to these different collectors' places and stores, for that matter, and to see how each individual person displays their collection. 
and ask them the reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Carson, for instance, at 3D Joe's, he has a level in his house where the bottom, you walk in and it's a Toys R Us. It's literally mm-hmm. like a recreation of Toys R Us from the 80s. Wow. And on, on the pegs are, are Joe's in the package and the vehicles. And it just takes your breath away. It's absolutely insane. That's that's crazy. It is crazy, man. And it's just to see people's passion and the few people that we've talked to so far. It's, just, it's so inspiring. And it's just been a really great journey so far. All right. Well, do you have any uh, – where where can people find you on uh, on, on social media and, and stuff, Jay? Where If people wanted to get a hold of you and ask you questions about the, the, the movie and stuff like that, where, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm always available for, for questions, guys. Just Jay Bartlett on Facebook. Um, my, my profile picture right now is me holding the vamp art from Jay Joe. You know, I'll probably never take that down. Um, yeah, just reach out to me. I'm always happy to talk collecting games, comics, music, whatever. Um, yeah. Right on. Okay. Well, if there's no more questions, I think, uh, I think that'll do it. Yeah. Big thanks Jay for, for coming on the show. And, uh, uh, if you're listening to this before you're listening to our regular transmission show, be sure to catch, uh, the regular transmission show because Jay will be a guest on there. So, uh, He'll be talking some Transformers toys with us uh, on the main show and look forward to that. And if you if you've already listened to that, then you've already heard Jay. So you should, uh, you know, hit him up on Facebook and uh, and ask him about the, the documentary. And if you're going to TFCon Toronto, uh, look for Jay there uh, and say hi. Yeah, I can't I can't thank you guys enough for having me. This has been a real pleasure. So thank you. Oh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, everyone, uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Later. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Transmissions. But just because this episode is over doesn't mean the Transformers fun has to stop. Join us and other Transformers fans on our Discord chat server by visiting transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. If you would like to learn more about how you could support the Transmissions podcast, just visit transmissionspodcast.com slash support. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next week.